0: This is Carolyn Hawley. Holly. Welcome to Game Plan for Life with Skip Hall. For the next half hour, you're going to be encouraged and challenged by Skip and his guests as they discuss the game plan for life. In sports, as in life, it's important to have a game plan. And as Skip says, no game plan, no victory. Game Plan for Life with Skip Hall is brought to you by the following sponsors. Touch Bros of Boise, an experience guaranteed to satisfy. Therapeutic Associates Physical Therapy, your partner in health. Bacon, you gotta love it. And Summer's Funeral Home, every life leaves a legacy. The Eagle in North End 76 stations and on-the-fly service station on Collister and State. McDowell Specialty Repair, Susie Boyle Mortgage Team and Castle and & Cook Mortgage, LLC, Stop by their new location at 512 North 13th Street in Boise, online at sboyle.castlecookmortgage.com. And now, here's your host for Game Plan for Life, Skip Hall.
1: Welcome to Game Plan for Life. This is your host, Skip Hall. Well, today, uh, celebration of Memorial Day, we have with us Marv Hagedorn. And Marv has worn a lot of hats during his, his time, and he's going to share his story with us in a moment. But he's presently the chief administrator for the Idaho Veterans Services. And um, Marv, welcome to Game Plan for Life. It was my pleasure, Skip. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Well, it's it's a delight to have you here. And in lieu, like I said, Memorial Day... Um, Let's, let's go back first, though, before we get to Memorial Day stuff and talk about you. Talk about your story because people always love to hear what people have come from, where they grew right. up, what they've done. And so let's kind of walk, our, walk us up to, to the present time.
2: Well, I was actually born in Omak, Washington, and my dad was a Wonder Bread truck driver. Oh, Wonder Bread. That was yep. my favorite bread. And I remember riding in his truck as a little tiny, I mean, maybe yeah. four years old. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I would eat snowballs, and that's how he kept me busy <laughs> um, while he was delivering bread on his route. But we moved to Idaho between um, Moscow and Potlatch when I was probably about seven years old. Mm. And so that's where I grew up, was was on a little farm up there between Moscow and Potlatch in the Palouse country. Mm-hmm. Um, graduated school, high school from Potlatch, and joined the Navy. It was uh, during the end of the Vietnam War. And I, I had my draft number and really thought that I was a smarter high school kid than the government and was going to before I got drafted, I was going to go join the Navy before yeah. the Army or the Marines um, drafted me to go yeah. catch bullets for them. And so <laughs> right. I got to boot camp, and my company commander said he was asking everybody why everybody was there. And I said, Well, I wanted to avoid the draft, so I joined the Navy. And he said, Hagedorn said the draft ended eight months ago. <laughs> so. So, well, uh, you, you picked the right one anyway. Yeah, that's right. I I spent uh, I, so I spent twenty years in the navy. I did intelligence and special operations things, and um, then I I returned home. Yeah, and uh, I moved down here and worked in the semiconductor industry for a while. I started my own company and I ran my own company for a while, and then I was appointed to the House of Representatives by yep. Governor Otter yep. back in two thousand. January two thousand and seven, and I spent six years in the house, and then I spent six years in the Senate, mm-hmm. and then I ran for lieutenant governor, mm-hmm. um, and I lost in that primary. and And thank goodness, you know, God has a way of of watching you out know, for all of that us. The, isn't that the truth? Yeah. yeah. And uh, the governor, the governor said, you know, now that you don't have a job. How about coming and working for me and running the division of Veteran services? Mm-hmm. And for me, that's it's like taking care of my own family. Yeah, I, I mom and dad raised me up until I was seventeen in high school, and then gave me to the navy. And all these old salts in the navy, these chiefs and sure. master chiefs, kicked my butt into adulthood. Yeah. And so they're they're like my family too. Yeah, and, and so I, I couldn't. I've never had a job, yeah, where it's just a natural thing for me to do yeah, like yeah, this. This yeah. is just a wonderful place to be. Yeah,
1: well, and it's so important too. And and uh, yeah, I'm sure you feel uh, a, a real loyalty to yeah. to the whole the program, the people, the guys, the gals. I mean, it's it's got to be very satisfying from your standpoint. It it really yeah. is. Yeah. Um, we have about a hundred and
2: forty five thousand veterans in the state of Idaho. We've okay. only reached about forty-seven thousand. Oh wow! And and so there's a there's a huge gap in how how do we find all of these veterans and yeah. connect them with the benefits? I I told someone just this week. He he said, "Well, why do I need to to? I don't need anything. I don't need any mm-hmm. veterans benefits." And I said, "You know, I remember my first year in the Navy. I made a whopping five thousand yeah. um, dollars that whole year, and." And there's not a serviceman or woman alive that does this for the money. Um, there's benefits that come along with your service, and every one of us have earned those benefits. and And my job is to connect those yeah. veterans with those benefits again. Yeah. And so, whether it be education or disability compensation, mm-hmm. or a pension, or um, burying them in the cemetery yeah. or in the home, exactly. What whatever whatever we have for them I want to connect them to
1: it. Yeah. Yeah, I I can remember my grandpa and my three uncles, they were all service people and and those those benefits especially at the end of their life very important, huge, very important. Yeah, they are. Yeah. So you're saying there's a lot of vets that don't realize that they they have benefits to they don't. Yeah.
2: And and you know a lot of veterans, rightly so, I was the same way when I retired out of the Navy. I thought the state, this state agency was part of the Veterans Administration, mm-hmm. which is the federal agency. And it has nothing to, well, I don't say it has nothing to do, but um, one of the reasons that all 56 states and territories have agencies like this is because early on when the Veterans Administration was started, the Objective was to try and provide funding and benefits for all the veterans coming out of World War Mm -hmm. II. Well, there were so many, and they were spread so far and wide, this federal program could not reach all those veterans. And so the states started up their own programs to reach their own local veterans, because the states also realized, um, and Idaho is a perfect example, of the 47,000 veterans that we have reached, the state economically um benefits by almost 600 million dollars a year wow in just um disability compensation wow wow that's amazing it's huge yeah and what the va spends in this state every year is a little over a billion dollars and imagine if i can reach the other two-thirds of those veterans how much of that of our tax money are we going to be bringing back to idaho yeah um that the to me that federal tax money is something that that we ought to be getting as much back as we can and so So how do you find them we've got i've got service officers state service officers all over the state um that are going in normal times Mm -hmm. they go to rotary club meetings Mm kiwana club meetings Mm -hmm. um any gatherings of people and say hey i'm a service officer i want to connect you up um Mm -hmm. And we have our website. We've got all the connections on our website. We do Facebook. We uh, Things like this. You just dig um, them out. That's all we can do. Yeah. That's all yeah. we can do. Yeah.
1: Wow. Because until they come to us, we can't find them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully some of our listening audience, maybe you've got a family member that uh, needs to get in touch. And if, if so, uh, Marv, where, where should they where should they go? Veterans.idaho.gov
2: is our website. That's the easiest place. Veterans.idaho.gov. Okay. Or they can call 208 780 1300. Okay. 208
1: 780 1300. Well, benefits are are very important in the lives of everyone. And uh, boy, to, to realize that there's that many that aren't connected. Oh yeah, it's, I know. It's astounding. It, it really, it really is. Yeah. And and imagine
2: six hundred million dollars coming into the state. That's tax free, mm-hmm. because that comes to those veterans tax free. Mm-hmm. And we had, we just started. The VA just started authorizing um, Navy and a few Army folks. Um, they call the Blue Water veterans um, that served in Vietnam. If their ships. And and the Army folks are included in that because the Army did have a few ships in mm-hmm. Vietnam. Um, and if their ships were, in, were within that 12-mile limit any time during their service, then there's a few maladies that if they suffer from, um, they can get disability for. And the VA started authorizing that disability the 1st of January. Mm-hmm. And we have had um, retroactive payments for some of those disabilities. People who have filed claims... And because they weren't authorized under the old system, but now they are under the new system we've had we've had retroactive payments of over a half a million dollars mm. and then those those people, if their disability is a hundred percent um they're making about $3600 a month for wow. the rest of their life yeah. and that's again all of that yeah. is non-taxed yeah
1: yeah that's that's huge and so that's yeah huge, it can yeah. it's changing people's lives absolutely well i know uh, too through personal experience uh, my brother younger brother was uh, shot up in the vietnam war and um, he's currently in a in a hospital veterans hospital in oregon yeah and uh, and i know what a what a great thing that is for him And I know you've got, how many do you have here in the state of Idaho? We
2: have three skilled nursing homes. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's a, our Boise home is located on the same campus uh, by the VA hospital here in Boise. And then we have a home in Lewiston and we have a home in Pocatello. Mm -hmm. And those aren't um, just um, assisted living homes. Those are skilled nursing homes. And we've got got some great, great people working in those homes. Um, our our um, CNAs and our nurses, uh, it becomes one big family. Yeah. Um. And yeah. W- we've had been. had people living in those homes for over some over thirteen yeah. years. Yeah. 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 They
1: just they do such a wonderful job too. Yeah. They just just yeah really amazing stuff. Um. Well, let's switch gears here for a little bit and talk about Memorial Day. This is Memorial Day weekend. Yep. And uh, uh, I know that a lot of the festivities have been canceled yep. because of the the coronavirus uh, pandemic but there are some things that are still open available like cemeteries and what can you tell us um, in, in your in your words what does Memorial Day mean to you you know that that's a
2: <clears throat> that, that's a, a tough question for me to answer yeah um but you know, I've had a lot of shipmates, a lot of friends, um, who have passed on. Yeah. Um, during the end of the Vietnam War and throughout the Cold War and into the Gulf War was my span mm-hmm. of my time in the Navy, and and there were a lot of folks that I knew that did some amazing things um, that yeah. didn't make it back home. Yeah. And Monday, Memorial Day is the time for us to remember those people. You know, I said earlier how much money I made my first year in the Navy. Um, We don't do that for money, right? I I remember when I I joined out of high school, I really felt it was an obligation for me to serve my community, my state, and my country. Mm -hmm. It was just something that, you know, Idahoans do. And and now monday is the time for idahoans to recognize yeah. those people that did that and just didn't make it back yeah and you know my agency also runs the state veterans cemetery right and it was uh, one of the hardest calls i've ever had to make was to cancel yeah our ceremony that we have up there every memorial which is Day.
1: always so good and yeah it it
2: it really is and I just hated to do it, but I, I don't want to put people in peril. And so one of the things that we did is we made some videos. We joined with the governor's office and Idaho public TV, and we made some videos of the cemetery, um, and some, just some spoken words um, from the governor and, and myself. And, and we've got, they're just some really good times, time videos. They're not that long. They're on our Facebook page. They'll be playing on various TV networks um, all all throughout the weekend. I know public TV especially. Yeah. Um, So it's a long weekend. Yeah. Everybody's been cooped up. There's a lot of cabin fever, and I'm sure everybody Mm. wants to get outside and go do something. Absolutely. Do that, but at the same time take a couple minutes and remember those folks sure this it's the reason for the
1: day yeah yeah absolutely So, so you, you say they can go to your Facebook page and, and pick up on some of these videos. yes so where do they go? What's the Facebook address I,
2: um, Idaho Veterans Services is our Facebook okay. page Idaho Veterans Services. Yep. okay and our web page again is veterans.idaho.gov and right. those videos are there. Um, I share them on my Facebook page as well. Sure,
1: sure. And so, yeah. And again, we're talking with Marv Hegedorn, and uh, you can go to his Facebook page as well as he said. And uh, but I, I certainly wholeheartedly agree that this Monday is a day to really remember and be thankful and grateful for yeah. the freedoms that we have because of those people. Yeah, that gave everything. Yep, for us. And yeah. and there have been a, a lot. Yeah, and so we need to remember that, and
2: not just our freedom. Yeah. But freedom of the free world. Right. You know, we've been involved in the free world for a long time. Yeah. And we should all be very proud of that. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So um, a lot of the festivities uh, have been canceled. Um, some of the cemeteries, though, are open. Our, our cemetery, the division,
2: um, or the Veterans Cemetery in Boise, is open every day from dawn to dusk. Yeah. Um, and Monday will be no exception. Okay.
1: Good, good, good. Well, let's uh, again switch hats. Um, let's talk about your agency, and and, uh, and we have a little bit already, but all that you do, and then maybe also some about the Wyakin mission. Mm, yeah. yeah, you know,
2: I my twelve years in the legislature, I really well. I remember the first day I went in; I thought I knew everything, um, <laughs> and I think everybody does. But sure. then you quickly learn that that you're not as smart as you think you are. Um, and humbled pretty pretty quickly. Um, one of the things that I recognized when the governor appointed me to this job that I didn't know everything I needed to know about this agency yeah. either. And uh, we run three skilled nursing homes just like a business. And so we have to run we have to pay salaries, yeah. electricity, keep the doors open, we've got collections, um, we invoice Medicaid, Medicare, VA, um, insurance, all those things for all of all of the daily living expenses of all of our residents. we've got about two hundred and twenty residents um, that yeah. we take care of. Hmm. and um, and then we have another part of our agency is our education arm. Yeah. And a lot of people don't realize that all of the courses that are available to veterans in our higher education institutions have to be certified every year. Mm-hmm. So there's about three thousand of those courses. And my agency, um, we certify all of those courses. Mm -hmm. One of the things that we also discovered was the GI Bill will pay for OJT and apprenticeship programs. So we've had a huge effort in creating a lot of OJT and apprenticeship programs. On the job training, right? On the job training. We have, there's a truck driver school in Lewiston that when a veteran gets out, if he wants to become a truck driver, he can go to that truck driver school and the um, g i bill will pay him a housing allowance yeah. to go to that school, yeah. and so there's all kinds of all kinds of things we've got about three hundred of those programs around the state right now hmm. and growing that's yeah. that's i think that's one of the big up and coming things that we're sure. going to be working
1: on sure sure
2: um we have service officers our office of veterans advocacy is run by um Retired Sergeant Major Marine Snake Eater Bill Hayab, <laughs> um, and Bill runs a, a really great office of veterans, who their job is, as we talked earlier, is to do outreach right. and connect veterans with their benefits. And uh, you talk about a dedicated bunch of people. Yeah, I love hanging around those guys because they are all so, so obsessed yeah. with connecting yeah. veterans with yeah. their benefits. Um, and finding veterans wherever they are, they'll they'll go to your home. They'll help make appointments. Um, they'll come see you wherever you are. Yeah. Um, we're we're on. Those guys are on the road all the time.
1: Um, yeah, that's that's and, that's so good. That is that's so yeah. good. Yeah. Other things um, that that may be uh, good for our listening audience to realize about uh, your agency and what they do, and and maybe even how they could get involved. Sure. Um, uh, what we were talking about a few minutes ago, the
2: state cemetery, mm-hmm. the State Veterans Cemetery. I have nine people that take care of that cemetery mm-hmm. that do all of the internments. They do roughly seven hundred internments every year mm-hmm. and mow the lawn and keep yeah. it looking be- as looking beautiful good, yeah. as it is. Yeah. Um, and so we're we're looking for volunteers constantly to come out and help out at mm-hmm. the cemetery. And by the way, we're building a new cemetery in Blackfoot oh. um, in eastern Idaho, and that should be ready um, and open in November. That's our target date. Yeah. Um, and that'll be our second Veterans um, State Cemetery. Yeah, yeah. And so we're excited about that. Yeah. We're building a new um, skilled nursing home up in Post Falls. Mm. Um, Dirt should start turning on that next week. Okay. And we're looking at early 2022 for that to open. There'll be sixty-four beds um, in that in that facility, and and that's going to be such a beautiful facility. Yeah, oh, it's going to be nice. People oh, are going to be jealous if they can't get in it. <laughs>
1: that's that's great. So there are opportunities for volunteers.
2: Volunteers everywhere in all yeah. of our homes right now. Due to COVID, um, we have pretty much locked our homes down. We are one of the few states um, who run veterans. Uh, skilled nursing facilities that don't have uh, any incidences either with staff or our residents of COVID. Mm -hmm. knock on wood Mm -hmm. Um, but our staff has done an excellent job in cleaning and protecting the residents and we're we're changing into scrubs every day we're screening everybody Um, it breaks my heart my office is right across from the home and i see family members come to the home every day And talk to their residents through the windows. Yeah, and I just I so want to be able to put them back together again. Yeah, but we just can't risk it. It's just once it gets in a home, it's just devastating. Yeah, Yeah. just devastating. You can't
1: can't fool around with that.
2: So we're right now we're working on a mechanism where we're going to be able to bring family members back together again. Yeah, Um, and um, we're. We're going to allow visitors and we're going to allow volunteers to come back yeah. in, but not quite yet. We're probably another month or two before yeah. we get to that point, yeah. but um, we're going to get there.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you like to share a little more about the Wyakin?
2: The Wyakin um, Foundation, Jeff Bacon and his wife, Rebecca, and I started back, you know, it was 10 years ago. Um, Jeff and I had an idea of a comprehensive program for. Veterans who were, who'd been wounded in the Gulf Wars um, to help them transition right. back into the civilian um, community, and Jeff and I are both retired, and we knew how hard that transition was for us. Yeah, you know, every day we were told what color socks to wear. Sure, you know, and then after all that time, you got to figure that out on your <laughs> own. Well, that's a, you know, imagine now being you know missing your eyesight or a limb. Yeah. And having to, to, to figure out what color socks exactly. to wear—that's a, a whole different level, game, yeah. yeah. And so we put a comprehensive program together, and uh, the Albertsons Foundation stepped up and gave us our seed money. And that program has been going now for ten years, um, and it's a—it's an educational transitional program where a veteran will come to us, and we do a roundtable, kind of figure out what they need mm-hmm. to and where they want to go. Mm-hmm. Then we get them into the education pipeline to get them there yeah. and mentor them. And they do um, service projects and uh, back, give back to the community. And it's it's a it's a, a real growth process mm-hmm. for them to, to understand what talents that they learned and have in, from the military right. and apply them back into the private sector. Yeah, that's, yeah, and that's and so we've good. got a lot of graduates and a lot of very successful yeah, folks that are yeah,
1: coming out of that yeah. program. Yeah, that's that's so good. And and obviously they need funding. Yes. I know they have an annual banquet. Yes. Um, yep. But uh, if they want to learn more, folks want to learn more about the Wyakin Foundation go to
2: wyakin.org. That's w y a k i n. wyakin.org.
1: Dot org. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, such such a good such a good program. Truly
2: is. And it's it's um, national now. We've got students all over the nation. Um, but it's
1: home-based right here in good old Boise, good Idaho. old Boise. That's yep. great. That's great. Well, we've covered a lot of ground, Marv, but uh, I want to know one more thing. What does Marv Higidorn do for fun? You know, I, I love just,
2: I love Idaho. Yeah. And I love getting out into Idaho. I've got a a Jeep that I love getting out in and traveling the, dirt roads and the logging yeah. roads and the mining roads and that's idaho yeah just yeah. seeing what i can find yeah um as a kid i grew up hiking the pelouse hills and so i still love walking around the mountains and the hills and there's always something interesting over the next ridge oh well, there is
1: yep. yeah always something to learn something to see that's right something to do well, uh, Marv and I have something in common. We we have both <laughs> I'm wearing my uh, my neck brace today because I had uh, uh cervical surgery and and uh, yeah. he's had the same thing done and we both had uh, lumbar surgery and yeah. fusions done and so we we we've, we've walked the same trail yeah. there. But uh, I'm doing fine. And thank you, and, uh, it's you take really, a few for weeks. three
2: weeks. You really
1: do look good, Skip. Yeah. I, I'm really pretty impressed. Yeah. Well, thank you. I, you know, the hard part is just the, the nerves that go down into the fingers yep. and hands and just takes time for that stuff to come back. Yeah, it does. But uh, it'll, it'll come back. Yep. And uh, Lord willing, why we'll, we'll be back uh, doing the things that, that we love to do. Yeah. Well, Marv, anything else you'd like to share before we sign off today? Thank you. And
2: I really appreciate being here. And I appreciate the fact that Idahoans recognize the service of our military members. Yes. Yeah. Um, so take just take a few moments over the weekend and think about those folks. Think about their families. Yeah. Because you know their families are going to go visit their loved ones in the cemeteries all around the state. Yeah. And yeah. so we've got some great people um,
1: uh, that are buried there. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. And take time. And go visit a cemetery. That's right. Yeah. Absolutely. It's 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 really neat to kind of walk uh, through there and, and and see the different uh, things and and the people that come to visit. Um, I think it would be very uh, very encouraging for for folks to do that. So we have a beautiful veteran cemetery yes, in Idaho. No question about yep. it. Yeah. No question about it. Well, Marv, thank you so much for being our guest today on Game Plan for Life, and uh, we appreciate all you do. We wish you nothing but the best in the future ahead. Thank you, Skip. I appreciate being here. You bet.
0: Game Plan for Life with Skip Hall is brought to you by the following sponsors. Hollingshead Eye Center. See the difference experience makes. For more information, 208-336-8700. Christian Brothers Automotive. Security Gold and Silver, a reliable source for your bullion investment. Dominoes. Oh, yes, we did. Rocket Express Car Wash, it's a blast. Diamond Heating and Cooling, Boise Prostodontics, and Hoffman Auto Body. Hoffman Auto Body, someone you can trust. Thank you for listening to Game Plan for Life with Skip Hall. This is Carolyn Holly inviting you to listen at this same time on this same station next Saturday as Skip and his guests go over the Game Plan for Life. Have a great weekend, and remember, no game plan, no victory.